You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature. Are you somebody who has been looking to buy a second-hand car or you've recently bought one and you've noticed that the prices are quite high? Well, that's what we'll be touching on today in our car feature. So we take your calls on 011-883-0702, your SMS is 31702, your tweets at M at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 Afternoons and the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. So we are joined on the line by Vice President of Auto Information Solutions at TransUnion, Kruben Reddy. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So what have you uh, observed? Because there is what you call an S- uh, TransUnion SA Vehicle Pricing Index. And maybe you can break that down for myself and the listeners as to what that is about. Yes, yeah, so essentially the, the VPI or the Vehicle Price Index is an index that we put out on a quarterly basis. Um, and it's essentially an indicator on the rate of, of the price increase that's occurring either on a new vehicle or a used vehicle. So we track both, and we've probably been doing this for the last uh, 20 years or so. And it's, it's very much in the same light as tracking the CPI. So in the CPI, you know, you'd have a basket of goods where the prices are tracked over a period. In this instance, we're tracking a basket of vehicles. Uh, over a period, and then we report back on that uh, every quarter. So what has happened um, in the car industry over the past two or so years with, you know, the pandemic? Yeah, so so overall, you know, volumes are certainly down. We saw in uh, 2020 the new vehicle market probably experienced uh, just short of a 30% decline. There's definitely been recovery off the back of that coming into uh, 2021, but there's still, you know, significant uh, headwinds, I would say. And, you know, we remain sort of optimistically cautious for this year. Um, there, there is definitely levels of recovery. We see it in vehicle sales. You can see it in, you know, the slight increase we're getting in overall finance deals coming through. Um, even exports are expected to, to start to increase again, you know, through the course of this year. But from a pricing perspective specifically on new vehicles, if you go back uh, to, let's say, quarter four 2020 and use that as the, as the benchmark, so we were looking at new vehicles, the index was around 9.6%. It's currently at 2%. On used vehicles, um, the, the opposite is happening. We, we, you know, back then it was at 2.9%. It's currently at 7%. And, the, and there's obviously you know, supply and demand uh, dynamics playing out and that's what's causing uh, a lot of the pricing adjustment i mean i would i would have to ask then um um if that be the case are you seeing the trend being that consumers still prefer to buy secondhand vehicles but they're finding that the pricing is going up because new vehicles were not as readily available absolutely so the, on the one side you do have stock shortages we've had the issues of the semiconductor uh, supply chain issues, etc., causing us, you know, to have shortages on the new side. Uh, but consumers have moved into the space of used for many years now. It's actually a common trend in South Africa, and they probably do it at a rate from a finance perspective. You know, right now we're sitting at 2.3 to one. So, what, effectively, what that means is for every 2.3 used vehicles being financed in the country, one new is being financed, and you know, relative uh, at a pricing level, even if used car pricing is sitting at seven percent at the moment. One, they, you would get, uh, you, you have a better option of getting the car that you want or the stock availability of stock. Uh, the car would be, you know, spec uh, possibly 
already uh, because it's it's a used vehicle. So you might be getting it with those optional extras, etc. Typically, you know, used vehicle is probably two years old. The, the ones that are being financed, two to three years old. Those cars would still have a warranty in place. So the overall value proposition is still extremely strong. And, you know, in the current context as well, although uh, if you look at used vehicle pricing on average sitting at the 7% rate, indicatively you also might get a better conditioned vehicle because the reality is, you know, consumers, uh, uh, the bulk of consumers might not have been driving around for the last yes. few years, been working from home. You know, your mileage is, is almost at a standstill as to what it was two years ago. So that vehicle, you know, would be of a much better condition. Mileage, the tire wear on that vehicle wouldn't be the same, you know, as it was an average pre-COVID. So there's a lot of advantage, even though you might be paying this a little bit more premium because there are stock shortages. I'm actually thinking about, um, you know, I heard a story of a man who had bought a vehicle and um, basically ended up selling back to the dealership for more than what he bought it simply because they did not have stock. Absolutely. There's, there's, there's a lot of those stories going around. You even, you know, you might have an individual that bought a vehicle a year ago and actually sells that vehicle now for more than they might have paid a year ago. Cause the reality is the, the stock shortages have impacted the industry at all, you know, many different levels. If you look at uh, COVID as an example, the, the, the reality is in South Africa, you know, we don't import used vehicles. So the only way a used vehicle almost can land on a dealer's floor is predominantly through a trade-in. So if there's lower activity and lower sales happening, immediately there's an impact to their, to their stock levels, and that happened through COVID. The other source of, of stock for a dealer, as an example, is the rental market. So when the rental companies deflate, those serve as a stock uh, source for, for dealers. And we know through COVID, you know, the cycles as to which uh, a lot of corporates, uh, SMMEs, the rental businesses, etc., their defeating cycles were, were held back. Some of the rental businesses even shut down, you know, shop for a while. So all of that would have impacted uh, dealers. And at the end of the day, what's happening is dealers will pay more for a good quality uh, vehicle that's in demand just because the availability is not there and, and they won't be able to source it by any other means. What else, uh, what other vehicle sales data did you get from the uh, TransUnion SA Vehicle Pricing Index that was released on uh, Tuesday last week? Or actually, actually it's today. Yeah, 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 today, absolutely. So, I mean, there's definitely the pricing, which I think, uh, you know, is relevant to every consumer out there because to the point, if you can get more for your trade-in vehicle now because used vehicle pricing is on the rise, it's a good opportunity to actually change a vehicle because in turn, your new vehicle, and if you're buying a new vehicle, you know, you're sitting, the 2% is a, is a 10 year low on new vehicle pricing. So we haven't seen this probably in the last decade. So from a pricing perspective, I think, you know, when you look at it from a consumer perspective, it's actually a good story because not everyone needs to enter the market, but the ones that can and do are actually going to be well suited in terms of pricing. Some other interesting, uh, you know, stuff that we've seen is actually around the buying trends of consumers. Um, and, you know, if you look at just the demographic of consumers uh, that almost form 50% of the finance population in the country that are actually financing vehicles, they fall within the age categories of 26 to 40. And the bulk of vehicles that are being financed in terms of the segment that those cars uh, fall in, into, uh, 47% actually, for, well, in total, 75% fall into the hatchback and SUV category. And I think, you know, that also just speaks to this level of practicality 
uh, and fit for purpose that, that consumers are looking for. You know, we see also a lot of instances where consumers, you, you could have been in a two-vehicle household, mm. and let's assume those two vehicles were sedan. Under, you know, current context, one of the, you know, uh, one person is working from home. There's no need to actually have two vehicles. They'd rather sell both and get an SUV as an example because it's a far more practical vehicle and they could be buying up into a, you know, more premium brand SUV, except you also see uh, uh, buying down uh, happening as well, buying down trends happening as well because consumers, you know, if you look at the headwinds currently, they are still facing financial distress. You know, we see it through all our data points that consumers still tell us, you know, on a monthly basis, they are finding it hard to make their commitments. If you look at the uh, delinquencies, as an example, on the vehicle asset finance book, that's on the increase as well. So consumers are not in the, in an, still in an ideal position. Uh, but I think overall, things are definitely getting better. We're in conversation with Kruben Reddy, Vice President of Auto Information Solutions at TransUnion. And we're talking about uh, new car pricing stalling as SA consumers drive boom in used vehicles. Have you observed anything? Have you got a story where maybe you bought your used vehicle at price X, but sold it at more than what you paid for it because of supply and demand? Did you have to downgrade vehicles because of what's happened over the past two years. Do, do any of the data that Krubin has shared actually resonate with you? Give us a call, 011-830-702, or send us a WhatsApp, 072-702-1702. The Car Feature. And we continue our conversation with Krubin Reddy, Vice President of Auto Information Solutions at TransUnion. We've been speaking about the data that came out today uh, um, and the data is from TransUnion's SA Vehicle Pricing Index for the fourth quarter of 2021. So, um, Krubin, we're going to take a couple of calls. We've got Chris in Centurion. Hi, Chris. How's it, guys? Uh, just tuned in and always lucky to listen. Thank you so and much. Like a good news story, I sold my buck in in December, 4x4, for 15000 and more than I paid for it five years ago. You lie, and Chris. Yeah, so like a, like a downgrade, uh, I mean, a, and a, like, I mean, a, like a sale, and they ended up buying um, a Tiguan, so a bit of a downgrade, but still an SUV, so really... Like what you guys are saying about just making more fit for purpose. So can but I yeah, ask why were you, why were you selling? Uh, you know what? Um, for me, the the price of petrol was just exorbitant. I was paying more than three rand a liter in my four by four. Yes, and I just wanted something a little bit easier to manage, um, and just thrilled with this little uh, Tiguan that I bought. Now, really mm. enjoying it. So happy to but hear that may, for you. Mm, go uh, ahead. If I may just share, like a, also a part of the like a story for the afternoon. Um, and I'm just going to punt out because I bought from a, a company called Sitton Motors. And within three weeks, we picked up quite a big oil leak. Phoned the Oaks up expecting all kinds of stories. But the Oaks said, bring it in. And I bought it in this morning. And they fixed everything, zero cost clean the car to perfection and just smiles all around. So what a wonderful way to start the year and just fantastic service. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story with us, Chris and Centurion. Kruben, so it seems like, I mean, f- to get 15,000 rand more than what you paid five years ago, that is unbelievable. Absolutely. I think the important thing you know, for consumers to 
to note, though, is that, and I'm sure, you know, Chris uh, did this as well, but that bucky must have been kept, you know, in really good condition. Uh, the mileage must have been, you know, either average or lower than average. And obviously the dealer had some demand for that vehicle. Buckies in general and light commercial vehicles is always a favorite for, for South Africans. So, you know, they don't stand around too long. But I'm not surprised with the story. I think, you know, the other the other thing that he mentions just around the dealer, I think there, there has been for many years, you know, this perception around used car dealers, etc. But I think, you know, his story is just testament as well to the level of service, you know, that's happening around South African dealerships. They obviously always would be the one or two odd dealers, you know, that might not just, you know, be held, be held up to the best service, uh, customer service. But I think largely uh, we mustn't underestimate, you know, just the level of some of the used car dealers in the country. They really do, you know, put their customers first. But, you know, absolutely a very, a very good story there. Um, just in terms of the long waiting list for new vehicles, is that still the case? There is. There's a, there's a few different models and derivatives that, uh, you know, just from the data points we have, that are taking anywhere from six months, so your Toyota Cross Hybrid as an example, you know, anywhere from six months all the way on certain uh, brands like the Suzuki, uh, the the automatic Suzuki as an example, all the way up to probably 18 months if you're lucky. Um, hopefully, you know, some of those customers get, the, get it sooner, but a large impact is definitely this uh, semiconductor issue. So there's definitely a waiting list. But hence, you know, why consumers also are opting just to just to buy in the used or pre-owned space. Um, because, you know, some of them, you want this instant qualification. So even six months is too long to wait. Um, and you'd rather, you know, just move into the used space. You mentioned um, the delinquency. Would you say that, um, you know, from the information that you have or from trends you've observed, that people are more accepting of the fact that, okay, I can't actually afford this anymore or doesn't make financial sense and they are making arrangements with their banks and doing things like downgrading? Or do you think that um, the delinquency is on the rise because people are in denial and still holding on to vehicles they can't afford? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I would say it's probably the latter. That uh, what we find is typically, you know, credit worthiness, your credit health, accessing your credit information, whether it's on a uh, a finance deal on a vehicle or a home loan or credit card, you know, any form of credit. Um, unfortunately, consumers actually don't really take that proactive approach. And just, you know, if you just look at some of the stats around South Africa, that's what tells us, you know, that this is a phenomenon or behavior amongst credit active consumers. As an example, you know, we've probably got about 33 million financially active consumers in South Africa. Of that 33 million, there's around 23 million credit active consumers across, you know, multiple different types of credit. Mm -hmm. But of that 23 million, probably about 11 million consumers in South Africa have some form of adverse information or negative listing on their credit profile. So this is in the form of, you know, mispayment, uh, judgment, default, uh, arrears, etc. And, you know, in South Africa, one of the things that we protected with is the NCR and it, it, we, we're very legislated and regulated industry when it comes to the giving of credit, etc. And by law, every consumer has the right to get a free credit report once a year. And you would expect, you know, that if 11 million of us have this negative information, uh, you know, you, you would be inundated as a credit bureau, as an example, with giving out a free report to every single consumer, the reality is that that's not true. You probably find, you know, less than probably a million consumers on average on an annual basis 
uh, go to a- every bureau in the country, not just. So, so, so let's use this opportunity, this opportunity, Kruben, that uh, you can head over to mytransunion.co.za, get your free credit report and see if you are in trouble anywhere. But we're going to have to leave it there. Kruben Reddy, Vice President of Auto Information Solutions at TransUnion.